Hello everyone, my name is Rochelle Innocent and I'm the founder and CEO of Project Purpose. Welcome to our channel. Our community is focused on fostering the intellectual and character development in children. We do this through our parent-child workshops that are focused on four themes. Autonomy, self-efficacy, compassion, and self-concept in order to cultivate grit, perseverance, and resilience in each child. And we are so thrilled to be offering one of the first of its kind digital, virtual, and continuous learning environments, enabling parents and children to connect from all around the world. At Project Purpose, our overarching mandate is to renew and rebuild family, community, and relationships. Our different social media platforms provide us with an opportunity to have discussions and to create space for all topics that relate to family, community, and relationships with ourselves as well as with others, with a primary focus on mental health and education. More precisely, the ways that the institutions of mental health and education play a role and have played a role in our societies at large. These discussions and debates provide us with an opportunity to think critically about what needs to change within these structures for us to live up to our bold slogan, support, protect, and empower each child through youth-focused development, better known as leadership in juvenescence. We recognize that in valuing our children's leadership potential, this also translates as recreating and co-creating environments, both socially and politically, that will enable our children to thrive. Now, for those of you who are particularly keen on the topic, we also write thought pieces every other Sunday. We actually have a thought piece scheduled to drop this upcoming Sunday, so be sure to meander over to the website and check out our online content. Now, if it is the case that you're looking for a listening alternative, well, we're available on 12 different podcast platforms for your listening leisure, and we've provided you with access to the links in the description down below. Now, as is the convention, be sure to subscribe, hit that post notification bell so that you are aware of every time we post. And of course, if you like these conversations and you want to keep them going, like, comment, and share this segment. Let's get into it. Hello, les meufs and les mecs. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another segment here on Project Purpose. For those of you who are new, we cover topics that relate to mental health, mental wellness, and education on a week-by-week basis. And today, the topic of discussion is mental wellness. And on the topic of mental wellness, I'm going to give you three things that you should be completely unapologetic about. And I think that it's important to note that a lot of what plays into these things will translate as you becoming the villain in someone else's story and it will be for the best of reasons. And for me, I never act out of a place of malice. I like to act out of a place of intention. And so if with intention, my behavior has translated as me being the villain in your story, then I'm completely unapologetic about it because there was probably a good reason for it. And so I wanna come here and I wanna give that insight, that knowledge to you, because I think a lot of us are trying to live our lives tiptoeing around other people's feelings, around other people's beliefs, around other people, right? And I think that sometimes we do so much of that, that we lose sight of what it is that we want in the direction that we should be taking and what we should be and shouldn't be tiptoeing around about, right? And I think that if you live your life simply to please and to pacify and to comply, then you're not living at all. So I have a few areas where I'm completely unapologetic 
and I've become all the more ardent on being unapologetic in these areas and I think to be a game changer you need to cultivate the muscle the ability to be unapologetic about specific things that are going to rustle people's feathers that are going to shake things up and I think that it's important that we know that when we speak our truth it's going to create ripples and there's no need to apologize for that regardless of the riffraff that comes as a byproduct of that. So here are my top three areas that I am completely unapologetic about and that I hope that you build the confidence and build the self-assurance and not needing to apologize if you show up in this specific way. And so let's just jump into the top three. The first one is being unapologetic about being me, about being myself. And so this is something that it took me more time than what it should have to feel like there's nothing wrong with any part of me, that all of me needs to be accepted for me to want to be accepted in any space or place. And so I, for those of you who don't know, can have a really giddy, goofy side. I can be really giddy, really goofy. I guess to some it's a little bit childlike, it's a little bit too playful. And I was always very criticized about it. So I was always told, you know, keep it, you know, keep it mature. Don't get giddy, don't get hyper. Like no one wants to experience that. And I used to feel really self-conscious about the fact that some people really just didn't like. When I was giddy and when I kind of stepped out of, I guess, form, social etiquette, and I stepped out of the behavior that people wanted. People want you to kind of show up a specific way with a certain kind of demure. And I can do that, but I also can be playful and giddy as well. And I think that I don't want to want to be around people who only want parts of me or only want the performative aspects of me and don't want to see me authentically and have an issue with the ways that they show up authentically. So I've learned that that's something that I'm not ever going to allow anyone to be self-conscious about. I'm not ever going to allow someone to tell me, you know, 75% of you is okay, but you know, that 25% like do away with it. It's not good. It's not for me. I think if there's any part of me that rubs you wrong, then we're just not compatible and that's okay with me. And I think it's taken too many people like too much time to recognize that anyone who makes you feel like there's parts of you to be self-conscious about that you need to feel ashamed about, that those people need to go, right? And then those parts of you, you need to love them unapologetically and hold space for them unapologetically as well. So that's the first one. And I think showing up authentically you, all of you, and being very clear that if some part of you isn't welcome, then none of you cares to join. Now, the second area to be completely unapologetic about is communicating your boundaries. And I think communicating your boundaries can happen in a lot of different ways. For the most part, it can be just a conversation. It can be super chill, super calm, and it can still rub someone the wrong way. Or it can be an altercation. Like it could be, you know, words minced because a boundary was breached and, you know, you were triggered and so for me I have responded by stating my boundaries in a lot of different ways like I could be calm and direct I could be assertive and direct and I can be aggressive and direct and depending on how far beyond the line you go you're gonna get different versions of me I am a kind person but I am not afraid and I am not shy from being confrontational when it is case that I'm protecting my boundaries or I'm defending myself. And so if I am the villain in your story because you don't like the way I responded to your disrespect, I am unapologetic about that. I don't mind being the villain in your story because you were trying to be the villain in mine and it just didn't translate the way you wanted it to. And so I definitely don't feel inclined to apologize for that. I will most likely never feel inclined to apologize for that, not even like a polite apology. 
apology. Like if you breached my boundary, if I was giving you chances, and even if I wasn't, if it was something that is so obviously inappropriate and you still felt inclined to do it, then expect that you're gonna get a reaction that you're not going to like because I'm not a pushover, I am not a doormat, and a lot of people, they don't understand how to treat kindness. They always mistake it for weakness and they always get burnt as a byproduct of that, but I'm not apologizing for the fact that you got yourself burned there. And then the last area that I'm gonna talk about in this video about things to be unapologetic about is holding people accountable. And I am unapologetic about the ways that I choose to hold each person who has come up against me, who has harmed me in any way, shape, or form accountable. And I think that some people might try to diminish what you experience, want you to dial down the consequence, dial down the, the, the ways that you're holding people accountable, the ways that you're choosing to go about things. And I think that for those people, disrespectfully exit the conversation. I don't think that anyone but the person who has dealt with the impact of the harm inflicted has a say in what translates as accountable, right? Like if I have the power or if I have the ability to hold someone accountable the way that I see is appropriate, I'm completely unapologetic about that. And anyone who feels like, oh, well, you know, maybe it's a little bit too much, a little bit too harsh, I, I don't care to hear it. I think that if you were vocal when I was being armed, maybe your opinion might have some value. But if you weren't vocal when I was being armed, then trust and believe your opinion has absolutely no merit, no weight, no value to me. Now that I am in a position where I can start to hold people accountable and I that's too many people think that their opinion has weight in every room that they enter and I think for me it's really important that people know that I assign specific values to specific opinions of specific people depending on where they stand with me it's not like a blanket cup blanche value everyone's opinion equally no I value your opinion conditionally and as conditionally and contextually based on the situation on the people and on the parameters of the situation that it is that, it is that we're discussing and so I think that is really important especially now we're entering like this phase where there's a lot of different ways of engaging we're all learning how to communicate we're learning how to speak up but now it's translating a little bit further right it's like more than communicating is communicating establishing boundaries and holding people accountable and everyone has an opinion about how we communicate how we speak our boundaries into existence and how we hold each other accountable and i think that i am not in a position to tell someone that you can't have an opinion but i think you need to know when your opinion is just not welcomed right and you can have it to yourself or in the circles that you frequent but if it is the case that you're hoping that your opinion influences well think about the nature of the relationship you have that person if you don't have a relationship where your opinion should carry any weight well then you know how it goes from there in any case that's the video that i wanted to talk about today because i think a lot of people feel self-conscious they feel apprehension they feel insecure about holding space for themselves and about being the villain in someone's story by defending it when it when it is the case that they have to speak up that they have to hold people accountable or that they have to figure out like where they stand or what position they're taking in a given relational dynamic and i think that it's really important that we recognize that not every situation is going to be a situation where when you speak up everyone's going to agree with what you said with how you said it and with the way that you chose to go about it and i think that for certain things that's okay. It's okay to be unapologetic about the way you showed up. It felt good about how it is that you communicated your expectations or the how it is you communicated your boundaries or how it is you communicated what you feel is accountable and how you went about that and it translated the way you expected it to and you feel good about that. Don't let anyone take that away. That's yours to keep and I think that we need to keep building, keep developing, keep giving ourselves permission to be who it is we need to be 
to be able to be in every room and not feel uncomfortable about being there. And also to push back against the people who feel inclined to create a sense of discomfort for us being there. So that was the topic for today. So I forgot for you. Hope that it was helpful and I hope that you've ever seen these tips or maybe ask them of your own. Maybe you have other areas where you feel is appropriate to be unapologetic about. Leave that in the comments down below. And now before letting you go, I would be remiss if I didn't let you know that we will be going live at least twice a month, every month for the foreseeable future on our Facebook page. So definitely be sure to tune in. Now, these events are paid events, so if you do see yourself participating in our community on an ongoing basis, then I do suggest that you take a look at some of our package plans. Yes, we do offer package plans over and above our live events, as well as access to webinars, workshops, largely focusing self-mastery over and above these live events. So definitely check it out. Be part of our game changer community, being part of the change that you want to see, allowing us a small role to play in your journey. We are on the road to 1K, so we do invite you to follow us across all of our social media platforms, and we look forward to chatting with all of you very soon. We'll talk to you later.